The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. The following segment is from the Off Day Debrief on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. Let's get to the situation in Philadelphia, BLG, because... You have to? I, I thought that they were, like, sort of on their way back, right? They dug themselves a hole with the Carson Wentz situation. shaking your head. He dug himself a, a hole with the Carson Wentz situation, like we talked about the analogy of they shot themselves, they shot a hole in the lifeboat that they were in. But once the boat was sinking, I thought they made a, a move to at least try and preserve things. Now we hear that Jeffrey Lurie says no quarterback competition. We want Jalen Hurts to be set up to succeed. And he's given the marching orders, according to Chris Mortensen of ESPN to new head coach, Nick Sirianni, what the owner wants, the owner gets. This can only turn out badly for the Eagles, right? So I think the approach is right in terms of like the the end point they're reaching. I've said here on the Oddcast and elsewhere on the Bleeding Your Nation podcast feed that I feel like the Eagles should stick with Jalen Hurts this year. Give him a year to see what he can do. And if you love a quarterback in this year's draft, and Chris Mortensen had mentioned there is some He didn't explicitly say there's internal support, but he intimated that there's some internal support in the Eagles that really would like them to move up to number two and get Zach Wilson. And also that the love for Jalen Hurts inside the Eagles is not like a unanimous thing. Uh Um, So that was said, but it doesn't really matter if Lurie is calling the shots. And that's where the problem becomes because you don't want an owner stats who is dictating like what the head coach and the GM should be deciding. Like, why do you have a head coach and GM if you're going to be an owner who interferes and make those decisions for them? Like why have those guys around if you don't trust them? That's my, that's my biggest frustration point with it all. It's like, what if the Eagles had a good general manager that (laughs) Jeffrey Lurie trusted to get things right. And I think Howie Roseman, even though it kind of sounds weird in that, like, look, at the end of the day, Lurie has all the power. He's the owner. No one can, like, make him do anything. But I feel like if the Eagles had a better and kind of more authoritative and stronger GM, I think you would see him push back a little bit more and be like, no, like, I'm doing it my way. And if, and guess what? And if you're not going to let me do that, then fire me. I think Howie Roseman is so concerned about only, like, keeping his job and only maintaining that and like very little finger esque that it's like, there is no pushback. And to his credit, 
like in terms of I've said this before, where I think Harry Roseman deserves a ton of credit is the fact that he's done such a good job of placating the owner that the owner keeps keeping him around, even <laughs> though he shouldn't be around anymore. So uh, I just think it's a mess when the owner is involved. Like, uh, like when you look at the worst franchise, the stats, right? Like the New York Knicks, James Dolan, Washington for a long time, Dan Snyder. Like these are the owners you don't want to be compared to, and and a big argument and our big thing against them is they're too involved and i think jeffrey Lurie is getting too involved yeah show me the meddling owner the active owner who's been a success like it almost never works and here's the part of it that you should be troubled by if you're an eagles fan there's no side of this that's good right because let's say that Lurie is right even if he's correct and that jalen hurts is really good if you don't have a head coach and a gm in place that can recognize that that's a bad situation or the other side of it, let's say Lurie is wrong and, and he's not any good and Hertz is not any good. Well, then you've got a meddling owner not letting your coach and your GM do what they want to do. So there's no part of this that works out for you if you're an Eagles fan. The way my BGN radio co-host and one-time guest of the Oddcast here, Stats, Jimmy Kempke put it, is you don't want the first baseman. Uh, calling balls and strikes like it's just not their <laughs> responsibility like, that's not what they're supposed to do so um again i i, I like jalen hurts i do i i don't know and i have doubt really that he's going to be a franchise quarterback but when you look at how he talks and he was on the adam Schefter podcast coincidentally on monday and just the way he talks about getting better and everything like he is hungry to improve and and i get it and i so like I almost can see, again, I can understand the Eagles being enamored with him. And I also, I think, understand it from a point of Lurie saying, like, hey, Howie, you don't just get to, like, pass the buck again and, like, Mm -hmm. bring in a new quarterback. And now, like, you're committing to him for a long term. It's like, no, we're going to see how this works. This pick that you made, although presumably it could have been Lurie. Like, there's a lot of talk that, you know, Lurie really liked Hurts and maybe more so than the NFL. There's talk that. A lot of other teams didn't value Hertz at number 53 and thought he was more of a third round pick, a fourth round pick. Um, so there's that consideration in there. Uh, but it is a mess to your stats. Again, I, I, it's just so tough. I, I really want to care about the Eagles again in a way where <laughs> like the Dak Prescott news would hurt me more than it did. Or like, or, you know, RJ could troll me and I could actually feel it. Like right now, if he, if RJ wants to say like bad stuff about the Eagles, I just don't care. Cause like, yeah, I agree. <laughs> And you're not, and that's the worst thing if you're the owner of the Eagles. Apathy is worse than hatred. Hatred is passion. You can't hate something you don't care about. That works. You know, a lot of times for local radio stations, when the team is bad, the ratings are higher than when the team is good because people are fired up, they're angry. But if you're just apathetic, you just stay home and don't care, that's trouble if you're an owner. Uh, let me ask you this, because we are in the season of lying, as I call yes. it. Once you get to the to the start of the new league year and free agency, really to the combine, I should say, you can't trust anything anybody says. And there was a lot of chatter about how the Eagles were really looking into rookie quarterbacks. They really liked a couple of guys. It was, hey, don't put it past the Eagles to, to draft another quarterback. Now, all of a sudden, we get this very public decree from the owner that make it work with Jalen Hurts. Is it at all possible that this is a smokescreen from the Eagles? I think you have to consider that angle because if the Eagles truly did want to draft a quarterback, wouldn't they want everyone to think they did not want to draft a quarterback? <laughs> like yeah. that's that's the motivation of it. So I think you can consider that, but 
I think it's genuine. Like, I, I do think Lurie really wants to, I mean, because just when you look at it, like, logically, I think that's kind of what adds up. I don't think uh, that he so much wants to, you know, I don't think he wants to trade up again. I don't think they're going to take that route. After seeing how that kind of just went for them with Carson Wentz, and not to say that it would definitely happen again that way, but just, you know, feeling sensitive to that, I, I just don't see that being the option. I think he, Lurie's sentiment is that, hey, we kind of, we're not quarterback away. Like, we need a lot of pieces here. We can't afford to trade up when we can see what we have in Jalen Hurts. And then if he's not good enough, we can go into next year. Maybe there's a quarterback on the veteran market that we can acquire, like, you know, the Rams did with Matthew Stafford or, you know, not that Tom Brady's going to make it to the market, you know, but some kind of high-profile free agent quarterback or if they're bad enough to get a high pick in next year's draft. And obviously they have the Colts first round pick potentially, depending on how, you know, Wentz does in Indianapolis next year. So they have options. I don't think they necessarily need to push all their chips in and again, force a pick on a quarterback this year. But uh, I think the smokescreen angle, like you have to think about it, but I, I don't think that's what's going on here. You can hear the rest of this conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL show, wherever you get your podcasts. Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement.